Hey guys, welcome back to the Hooligan Hangout Season 3. We are back with your host, Anthony. Hey, that's me. I forgot my one-liner. Noah. The boys are back in town, except for Anthony. He will be severely punished for not <laughs> watching myself. our review. And yes, we're going to start off the episode on a very somber note. There has been a bit of confusion in our schedule planning. And Anthony watched the wrong movie for this week. So (laughs) to punish Anthony, we're moving one point off of our starting game uh, for for the season. He will be docked one Mm -hmm. point. And sadly, this means he will not be joining us for the review of The Boys this week because he didn't watch it. So... It's true. I'll be here for the spoiler true. free, but we don't know how long it'll be. Not long, probably. And one point long. doesn't sound like a lot, but it doesn't. If they move, if they remove two points, I went from first to last. So, but it's pretty close. I think. Yeah. Watch, he's gonna come back and win. I think this one point is fair. And if, we just, if it looks like he's gonna win at the end of the season, then we'll knock off another one to make sure he does. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> make sure he suffers. <laughs> Pain. All right, guys. So, on that note, we're going to jump into our game. This season, if you guys missed the first two episodes, this season we're going to be playing a trivia game that we call What Are You Stupid? Or was it What Are You Dumb? I don't know. One of those. Dumb. Same thing. Eh, Something like that. Same thing. Yeah. So, basically, each of us have two trivia questions prepared. We try to guess the right answers. If you guess it right, you get the point. If you don't guess it right, you don't get a point. Plain and simple. All right. Loser. Pretty easy. So since Anthony was punished, we're going to punish him even more by making him go first. Sick. Dang. (laughs) Well, my uh, trivia questions this week were going to be Adam Sandler. D, all of the above. Because because (laughs) I thought we were watching an Adam Sandler movie. We didn't, but I'm still going to use the trivia questions. There's only two. I bet they're not Uncut Gems related. No. <laughs> the first question. What was my okay. least ad- favorite Adam Sandler movie made in the last decade? <laughs> uncut Gems. <laughs> I, I liked the Okay. No, I didn't love the movie. I really liked his performance in the movie, though. But anyways, I think those are going to be kind of hard because I didn't know them. So the oh. first one is where did he grow up? We got Manchester, Easy. New. Okay. <laughs> San Francisco, California. Boston, Massachusetts, or Chicago, Illinois. What do y'all think? I got it. Manchester, San Francisco, Boston, or Chicago? I actually didn't know this one, but I didn't know the next one. Okay. You got it, Edward? No. But I think okay, I do. Three, I don't know. Two. One. San Francisco? Okay, well, I'm going to have to tell you in a second. What? Just tell me now. Okay, the next one. Hold on. No, what? what? You can't have correlating questions. (laughs) It's not. It's not. Okay. Next one. Why can't you tell us? Because I'm, I say I knew it. I'm like 95% sure I know the answer, but it won't let me check. What if it's none of those? I check both. It is. Okay. Who did Adam punch 
punch out in the movie Happy Gilmore while on a celebrity golf tournament? Danny Glover, Matt Damon, Bob Barker, or Alex Trebek? Or however you say his name. I know what it is. Uh, I know this one. I think, I but I'm not sure. I feel like this one's easy. I haven't seen that forever. I'm actually between two, but I'm pretty sure I know. Okay, who? where did you say he grew up, Noah? San Francisco. You said San Francisco. What did you say, Edward? Chicago. Okay. So what do y'all think? Three? We already said two. it. <laughs> San Francisco. No, for this Chicago. next one. Three, oh. two, one. Bob Barker? Yeah, Bob Barker. I couldn't remember the name, but I remember that. All right. Now is I can it, is it? check. I was either between oh, Bob Barker or Adam whatever his face was. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we're both wrong on where he grew up. It was Manchester, and that's what I thought. What? I was awesome. I was between that's Chicago weird. or San Francisco. That's kind yeah, of Yeah, me too. Really? Yeah. And then Bob Barker's correct. Yeah. I knew Bob it was Barker. Bob Barker. Yeah, both got such a point. satirical name. No, come on. Bob High Barker. Five. It's like a superhero. Oh. Got him. <clears throat> We're high fiving on our Zoom call. Yeah, y'all would All right. see it if who's next? It wasn't an audio podcast. <laughs> True. Who's next? I think. Who do you want Noah? next? I want Noah next because right. I think Edward? men are so hard. It's gonna. I should save it for last because it's gonna make y'all mad. All right. Well, okay. I'm gonna stick with the horror horror movie themed until the end of October. Boo. October needs to end already. Cause I hate All right. This. What? No. Who is you the suck. wicked wiener? What? What the heck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. For real. For real. All Man, right. Number one. Jimmy. All of the above. Jimmy. Bum, 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 Stop. Bum. Stop. All right. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> I, I got that slow. I was slow. What color is Freddy Krueger's sweater? Easy. Is it A, red, red and blue, B, red and yellow, C, red and black, or D, red and green? I'm colorblind, bro. What the hell? Shut your ass up. Who's Freddy Krueger? Nah, Who's Steve Jobs? Who's Steve Jobs? Is that, is that the guy on Friday the 13th? All right, Anthony's Anthony's gonna get no points. All right, Anthony <laughs> lost another point. So, uh, <laughs> uh, man, he's really steep in the hole right now. I'm ready. All right, you ready, Anthony? Yeah. One, two, three. Red and red green. and black. No, it's red and green. What the heck, Anthony? Uh, <laughs> red and I mean, black. In his defense, it's I red guess. and black. It is. No, it's red and green. No, it's not. And Anthony, well, there's two. Green. And Anthony, in nope. Anthony's defense, most of the movie is filmed really dark, so it does look black, but it is green. Yeah. It's very dark. I don't know. It's okay. I feel like it's okay. A... Next one was really interesting. That to was me. a little bit of a trick question, but all right. Yeah, I could see how you could have got black. This one was a little bit of a mm-hmm. crazy question to me. Uh, which slasher killed the most people throughout their film franchise? Is it Michael Myers from Halloween, Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, Jigsaw from Saw, or Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, well, that's easy. I honestly, I don't know. I don't You don't want to make a, you're going to make a good guess? I we'll think see. if I get this wrong, I'm going to be mad. Okay. Y'all ready? 
Yeah. Pro- I would probably Wait. get her on, but yeah. I'm between two. I just second guess myself. All right, I'm going to go with my gut, though. <laughs> Three, two, one. Jigsaw. The Saw guy. No, and I thought the same thing when I read Jason about it. Because really? It was Jason. I was going to say I Jason. Was the I was between Jason he how many? and Jigsaw because I know Jigsaw had way more movies, but Jason had a lot more kills per movie that he was in. That's what I'm. That's what I thought. I thought that Saw um, from his movie count and just I feel like he killed way more people just from like memory and stuff. But it make, like, all that at the end, that's how come I second guessed myself because I thought about Jason a little bit more and I was like, oh well, he killed like 13 yeah. people per movie, and well, then he had he a don't... whole space crew that he knocked out. If you don't count the the first one though, we should so over the court over the course of ten films, Jason killed 162 people. That That's sense. insane. It's like it's a lot. 16, a lot. 16 kills in a movie. Lot. Yeah. Just about That's so many. I didn't even like dang. Well, okay. those were good questions. Because yeah, a couple a of them one. a couple a of one. their movies. What do you call it? A couple of their movies had a lot more people than others. I think I think I think uh, Jason number episode nine had a bunch of people. I thought like I the sheer amount of movies that Saw had. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. How I many? Thought, I how many Saw thing. movies are there? Like, uh, like nineteen. <laughs> no, I'm gonna look up. <laughs> how seven. Oh, there's saw? only nine. I'm ready. So my first question, what year was Danny DeVito born? Oh, no. Okay. okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this one's hard. 1943, 1944, 1945, or 1946? God, dang. All in the 1940s. I thought he was going to, like, jump around, like, 1950s, 1960s. So I was like, okay. I told you I made mine hard. 44, 45, 46? Wait, 43, 44, 45, 46? <laughs> Hold up. I'm going to pull no, up a calculator. No. And s- no. Why? Take that calculator away. Uh-uh. Why? It's all off in the your same dome. age group. Off the top of I your dome. I don't know his age. Off the top of your dome. Right now. Fine. I don't need to I'm fairly confident because I know his birthday is right around mine. And I had, like, a big like argument one time about this because we we're talking about how old he is so i think i have a good idea but i'm scared same again 43 45 43 44 45 and 46 43 44 45 46 okay i got it are you ready um oh yeah three two one 45. 45. Anthony 44. is right. It was 44. Oh! <laughs> that was... Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting to get that. I'm proud. I didn't think either of y'all would get that. I, if y'all got it, it was going to be by a lucky guess. So. All right. Now let's move on to the so not old. fun hard one. No. Uh-oh. What was the name of the ship in the original Alien movie? Ooh, okay. I like that one. Hey. A, the Nostromo. The Nostromo, sorry. B, the Auriga. 
don't even know how to pronounce half of these. C, Covenant D, Narcissus. Oh no, I'm stuck between okay, two. Okay, wait. Oh no. Say, okay, I wait, think I have it, but say I'm stuck the first two. two again. Nostromo and Auriga. Ar- Ar- yep, that's what we're going to go. Auriga, oregano. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, wait, I'm stuck between two, but I'm going to go with my gut. Okay. Are you all ready? Mm hmm. Three, two, one. The Nostromo. No something. Yeah, that one. You're both right. It was the Nostromo. Yeah, oh. I knew that. I love it. I knew it because there is a there's a novel with that name. I'm pretty sure a book. You you well, you had me with you had me with Covenant because I was gonna um, say Covenant, the yeah. movie Covenant, and it was it's a prequel to the first Alien film. So I was like, oh shoot, was that the ship name? And then I was like, no, it's gotta be Nostromo. Well. Uh, All the ships that I named were actual ships in movies. They just weren't the the first one. Uh, Interesting. I was hoping y'all would recognize the wrong one and, like, go off on that one. No, I recognize the That's why I threw a covenant (laughs) in there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, boys, would you believe we... uh, Real tied up? We the same points this week. So it's basically... No, this week, just this week, it's 2-2-2. So now the new scores are 7... Six and six. Noah's cheating. Who's who? Who Noah's, has seven? Noah's winning. I have seven. Noah? Heck. Well, and it's it is funny a... because Ant- Anthony would actually be in the lead. I think. Oh. No, we'd be tied. Well, we'd be tied. Well, what a competitive season! All right. Be, th- this game looks crazy because if you legit get one wrong, you could be screwed. All right, boys. Well, now that that's over, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. Boom. Okay, so we're going to start with um, some filming news this week. First off, um, Jurassic World Dominion. They stopped filming because they had a COVID outbreak. They're going to be stopped for like at least another week. Well, sucks to be them. (laughs) I still still don't care about the film. So next up, (laughs) we have The Walking Dead, which has also resumed filming. <laughs> I am going to catch up with that show at some point in time. No, I don't know not. No, I've I will. told myself I will. that for the past three years, Anthony. I've told myself that for uh, the past five years. I will. I, I don't know when. Just... Spider-Man 3 has officially begun filming in Queens, New York. Heck yeah. Which I Did y'all they... see that the rumors? Cool. That's cool. Uh, that's would... not till later, Anthony. Why would they film... What? In Queens right now, when New York is one of the worst places for COVID still. That's what I was thinking. Isolated location. That just really confuses me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Did y'all ever see the movie Don't Breathe, the horror film? No, but I heard. Uh, Sounds very With the About the blind guy? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Okay, so Don't Breathe 2 has just finished filming, which I totally forgot they were making a sequel. I didn't think it really needed it. And it will not come out for another three years due to the coronavirus, so. Exactly. Right. The Boys Season 3 begins filming February 2021. Guys, did you know I got, I'm getting hired on to play a a superhero? Who, a turtle boy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, we're going to film the rest of the podcast without... 
No, they're letting me uh, voice act as uh, the Deep's gills. Uh, <laughs> that's I hate you, Gilly Man. It's my dream job right there. That's your dream job. Voiceovering for the Deep's gills. Some gills. All right, we do have some video releases that are going to be coming out. Um, do y'all remember that um the Pixar movie about like the jazz or was it jazz? It's like it's called Soul. Soul. Yeah, son. About that. I remember. And huh? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's now going to be released on Disney Plus Christmas Day. Nice, because I think it was supposed to come out this summer or something, and that never happened. So, well, I'm not gonna watch it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the new the new mutants will officially release on Blu-ray, digital, DVD on November seventeenth. Which at this point, I really don't care about it anymore. <laughs> Why did they make it so what? far away? That makes no sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. The people who want to see it wanted to see it already. Like, if they wanted to see it, they would have saw it in theaters. That's what I'm but saying. Now I the think people it's like who are out now, it's straight up just like punishing the people who didn't want to go to the theaters and risk getting sick by making them wait a month to see a movie that flopped. <laughs> Jeez. I love how like I love how this movie was like the king of delays, but they didn't want to delay during COVID. They're like, nah, New Mutants Saving Grace movie during the pandemic. I promise. Promise. That's what Tenet said. <laughs> That's what Tenet said too, right? In other news, um, we promise. DC's Titans season one and two will officially be on HBO Max November first, and that's the day I'm canceling my subscription. For DC Universe. Woo. Oh, that means if I want to watch Harley Quinn, I got it by my own. I can't leech off of Noah's anymore. No, that's coming HBO Max too, remember? Oh, yeah. Never mind. Literally every show that I bought it for is on HBO Max. Nice. So there's that. Okay. Um, now here's the rest of the news. Olivia Wilde's new thriller um, titled Don't Worry, Darling has a star-studded cast of Kiki Lane... Uh, Gemma Chan, Harry Styles, Chris Chris Pine, and Florence Pugh. Pug. Oh, I wish I forgot to say her name. It's a psychological thriller centered on an unhappy housewife in the 1950s. That's all we got for it so far. Although I'm digging the mm. cast. I like the cast. After uh, so far, after the devil of the time, I don't trust star-studded casts anymore. That, it's not a Netflix movie, though. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't care. Is it? Hold on. I'm scared. Wait, what is it then? I'm scared to have high expectations for anything anymore. What is it? What? What? What did you say? I said, what is it then? You said it's not going to be a Netflix movie? I'm not sure. It's from Deadline. I just you know don't see Netflix attached to it. Company. I was about to say, you know regular production companies still exist, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> Speak of the devil, Nick Kroll just joined the film too. To yesterday. Who the hell is that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's a comedian. He made Big Mouth. Oh, oh really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. He's a comedian. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a pretty cool nice. person. All right. Next up, um, the Rogue One Cassian Andor spin off series will officially begin filming November fourth. I don't believe it. 
Another Star Wars. For Rogue One, I loved Rogue One, but I think he was the one character I didn't really care too much about. <laughs> Anthony just like, who the heck is that? He's just like, well, <laughs> who did? There's yeah. so many like Star Wars shows and everything. I swear. He's just sitting I love back, it. Like, Movies. Who is the Rogue One? <laughs> who is La Rogue One? <laughs> it's a good movie, Anthony. Anyways, it's a good movie. You only need to watch episode four of Star Wars to get it. Ooh. All right, next we have um, The Addams Family is going to be re- receiving a sequel, and it's going to release Halloween 2021. The Addams Family. Did you watch Ba-na-na-na. the first one? No. I didn't either. <laughs> Anthony. Did you, Anthony? Like, I thought I was going to be the, the only one. Like, know. which one? The first one, the animated film from, like, like, last year. No, no, I did not. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what? I watched part of it with my mom. Part it of didn't, it? It, it didn't it. seem, like, very good to me. Like, my, I, mom, I, I, my mom really liked I think it. didn't it, appeal to me. I think it did okay, if I remember correctly. It was for, an older, it was in for it. the older crowd. I don't I like the... Team. Yeah. That type of animation as much. Like, it's okay. The claymation know. type thing? Yeah. Really? I really I like it. Cl- yeah, I really like claymation. I, it shows really? it's a lot harder to do, which I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's just, I don't Dude, Wallace like and Gromit was my Go bid. <laughs> Go did show. <laughs> in movies, whatever. Chicken Run? Eh. That Chicken was Run was too. weird. I remember that. Anyways, <laughs> back to the news. Um, Mad Max Fury Road is getting a spinoff titled Furiosa based on that character. And it's officially begun development. And Anya Taylor-Joy is going to take the lead with Chris Hemsworth and Abdul Mateen II joining her. And it's set to be a sequel to Fury Road. Oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. So there's that. That sounds pretty cool, yeah. I really enjoy Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Chris Hemsworth's cool too, and Abdul Mateen the second. He's a really cool actor. I like him. He played Black Manta in Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I like a good job of so. that movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty cool. Spin off, hopefully. Next, Stephen King has confirmed The Outsider, the HBO show, is getting a season second second season. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen it yet. So. Oh, The Outsider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's on my list. So like everything much else. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder will begin filming in March 2021. The pandemic yes. confirmed that was a lie. <laughs> pandemic ending true. in 2021, maybe not. What if like everything just keeps getting pushed out? Oh, even in 2021, I could see that happening. I don't doubt sure. it. John David Washington, Margot Robbie, and Christian Bale will star in David Russell's next film. Um, David Russell has created The Fighter, American Hustle, and Silver Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. That's so he's, exciting. He's created some good movies, and he's got a great cast of actors right here. I really like Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale is so good. He's so good. <laughs> um, Walking Phoenix has been cast as Napoleon in an upcoming historical film titled Kitbag. And what's exciting to me is it's created by Ridley Scott. 
is it bad mm. that I kind of saw him as Napoleon before he was cast as Napoleon? You know, it's funny. <laughs> After he was cast, I, I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's Napoleon. I looked, I looked at him and I was like, that's, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's him, yeah. He could play a good Napoleon. I can't wait to see that. Um, I wonder how they're going to shrink him news. down. Oh, I forgot he's short. Yeah, yeah they'll figure it out. Um, Gal Gadot is going to team up with her director, Patty Jenkins, in Cleopatra film, where she will play as Cleopatra. I was... So, everyone hates that. Apparently. I love this cat. I thought she'd make a great Cleopatra. That's what I'm saying. I, I could totally So do I. That. But there's just, like, a lot of backlash going on about it. It's about... I'm pretty sure it's about ethnicity. Comment yeah, if I'm wrong. Yeah, because she's... I don't... I don't know how to say it. <laughs> She's Israeli. That, yeah. And uh, Cleopatra's Arabian, is what people were saying. Or they wanted an yeah. Arabian actress. And I'm just like, right. it doesn't but matter. People, yeah, like, and like, there's always castings of different ethnicities. Like, yeah, it's you like, know, like the actors don't match the roles like all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, um, it's like when. For like Titans, like whenever um, I'm so sorry, I forgot her name. The lady who plays Starfire, people were mad because of her skin color, right? And I was just, like, I don't know. I was, like I was just like, dude, it shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't. Like as long as they, they pick the best casting, do good. Yeah, the, yeah. Like as long as they example, because I still it. think that Starfire cast was pretty bad, and it's not because of her looks. <laughs> it's just because it just doesn't. You know what? It wasn't a bad cast. They just did a bad job writing her, like her character. Well, I think I think what I'm saying is, nobody should limit their casting choices just on your ethnicity. Oh, for sure. Like at all. Grr, they made Hawkman black. Grr. <laughs> <laughs> See, like stuff like that's ridiculous. Grr, they made an Egyptian character black. Grr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry. How dare they be historically accurate but not comic accurate. Right. It's it's ridiculous. Good on Gal Gadot. Anyways, uh, HBO Max just ordered a 10-episode limited series of Green Lantern Corp. Excited for I'm down. Dang. A what? Oh, a 10-episode? Yeah, for Green Lantern. Very excited for that one. I'm down for that live action. Oh, it's going to be sick. All I got to say is DC's been on a heater lately and that's... I don't see them slowing down. They keep, they keep breaking through walls. The new ideas, they're insane. Um, going to the Marvel side, Benedict Cumberbatch is set to reprise his role as Doctor Strange in Spider-Man Three, which I'm getting real multiverse vibes from that. Well, it's already uh, theoried out there. That's what I'm saying. Well, here's the. I hope thing. it's true. Okay. I know I've been really well, pushing for Marvel to do a multiverse type thing. You don't think yeah. they're ready? But Spider-Man 3 is not the movie to do it in. I can agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think they they're going to do pretty, it well, but I still want to see it happen anyways. They did a pretty big cliffhanger, and I feel like throwing a multiverse into Spider-Man 3 completely derails the first two movies plot. Because the whole point was them to try to push spider-man into his own shoes and out of like iron man's shadows but how's he gonna do that spider-man 3 how is he supposed to 
get into his own shoes if he's in the shadow of the two Spider-Men before him inside of the same movie. Or even That's Doctor true. Strange, if they're bringing Doctor Strange as like a mentor. Exactly. Oh, How I didn't think about that either. supposed to get out and do his own thing if they keep throwing other people in there with him? We'll get back to mm. this with some rumors later. On to the next. Uh, Sarah Shahai. I'm so sorry. Sarah Shahai has been cast as DC Universe Extended Universe's Isis in Black Adam. She will play a professor and freedom fighter leading the resistance in Kondog. Kondok, however you say it. And um, I presume she's going to be a Black Adam's wife based on source material. You just said a lot of words. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't know what she's in really, but. She looks the part. That's, good that's, what, yeah. that's what matters. I've seen her. She looks the part too. When is that coming out again? Never. <laughs> Never. Never. It doesn't have a release date on it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. This one I'm excited about. And uh, it's for one reason. Which I'll get to. No, it's a crush on the main um, it, It's concerning that it's a Netflix film, but I have a positive. Okay, so this movie's titled Don't Look Up. It's written and directed by Adam McKay. Good act, good director. Um, it's about, it's, it's really simple too. It's about two astronomers who embark on a tour to warn mankind about an approaching asteroid that will destroy Earth, which that's the simple plot. I'm going to see what comes out more. And But that's the news is this freaking huge freaking cast. This is insane. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep, Himish Patel, Tomer Sisley, Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi, Matthew Perry, and Rob Jeez. Morgan. That's what, what I said. Enough. That's I know. I was like, everybody. And the one thing they don't like, we were match. like we were saying earlier, Netflix films are usually they have not been good at all. That's actually two things. The director Adam McKay. He, I think, in my opinion, he's a real good director. And two, Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't remember a bad movie he's ever been in. Me neither. He kills everything. I really didn't like the last, like in a good way. The last one he did, the Hollywood story thing that he did. Really? I like really? that movie. I, I love I that movie. Like it. I didn't like it very much. Hey. Anyways, but I don't... I'm not I trust sold. in his judgment. <laughs> I'm not sold. Yeah, like if if he agrees to play something, I feel like it he sounds knows he's getting himself like into a it. modernized Armageddon. Oh, that's exactly that, what it that, is. That's that's why I said I'm waiting for more news to come out. This is like fresh news. I'm waiting to see more in about it. Uh, I'm not. I was sold. surprised, Matt. Not yet. I was surprised Matthew Perry was in it. Like, where did he come from? Gonna take I'm, a little bit. More I just don't that. know how they're it's gonna, gonna take a little bit more than Ariana corporate. Grande and Kid Cudi to sell me on a movie. <laughs> Dude, I read those. I was like, huh? <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna incorporate that because I feel like there's their acting is so like all over the place. You know, that's not like once they're for movie. sure gonna play themselves. Like, like, there's no way they're not playing themselves. They're gonna play themselves. I uh, could actually, I could see that. The rumor is that Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are going to be the two lead astronomers, which I could see that. Yeah, I could see them together. Well, those are the best sure actors DiCaprio. out of every single person that you just listed. Yeah. And both of them are strong, like, duo characters, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, they, they play off of their co-stars really strong. Yeah. yeah. I found a list of the movies that Adam McKay made, just to give y'all some context. Um, let's see here. He wrote The Big Short, 
good movie. Vice, good movie. Um, Anchorman, <laughs> Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, the other guys, Anchorman 2. He wrote Ant-Man. Maybe this um, one is going to be a spoof of Armageddon then because those are like super like really good comedy movies. That's what I'm saying. But I don't know because Leonardo DiCaprio, what, what's the last comedy movie he's been in? Yeah, he doesn't do much yeah. comedy necessarily. Um, he wrote that Daddy's scares. Home. He That extremely doesn't sell me on the movie then because I don't want a comedy director dire- directing like an action film. He did The Big Short and Vice, which are really good movies. Yeah, I could see Those, those aren't comedy movies. I'm not afraid of the director necessarily of like what he's got planned i just don't know how it's going kid cuddy's there for comic relief oh my (laughs) god i'd I'd kill myself (laughs) uh he wrote book smart tammy um, ew that was a bad movie i know tammy was a gross movie um what is the other one crap i passed one earlier but i forgot where it is yeah so it's still not sold kind of movies so I, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like it, if anything, it'll be closer to like Ant Man because it's kind of an action movie. But I gotta see. No, got oh, that's, the comedic that's, points. In that's that's it. superhero humor, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, as far as the action goes, I feel like it's gonna be closely related to that. I have to see but the, with comedic aspects. I need to see a trailer. I need to see the direction. I was gonna to say I need before I, need I to say see anything. a trailer. Yeah. All right. Uh, Big old news. All right, so this is a cool bit of news, and then we're going to get into the rumors. Excuse me. The Disney CEO has just claimed that the company, the new direction is to focus pretty primarily on Disney Plus streaming. Uh, That's their main priority. I thought that was their main priority when they released it, but all right. Yeah. I mean, that's I don't, where the money is. All like really, all really. all their Disney movie catalog is on that thing. So they, I hope that's their priority. That probably means they're. Just I'm honestly so surprised the they theaters and only drop it on Disney. Plus. You see, that's what I'm thinking too. No, I could see it. Or that's what same, I'm thinking too. Same day it'll release in theaters, they'll drop it on Disney Plus. Or like yeah, yeah I'm sure they'll hide it behind a paywall like Mulan, though. Yeah. That, yeah, that was that was the whole point for like an early access thing. That yeah. was the whole point. That they wanted $40, to test it out. That forty dollars was for premiere access for any movie they released there. So like, you pay forty dollars yeah. for the year and you get access to all the movies they released there for a year. So they'll probably do premiere access same time as they do theater access, and that's how honestly that'd be really smart. That's honestly a very big business brain of them. Honestly, it's you know, forty dollars for like movies for a year like to watch them as they come out in theaters yeah, yeah, that's is nothing. really not bad unless they do packages here's the marvel package here's the oh. brother, here's the um 20th century fox package <laughs> i could see them trying to do that here's oh, a, that'd be so terrible though what if they start releasing them they will, in, but... what if they start releasing movies in dlc waves and they're like dlc one <laughs> <laughs> Here's the Pixar package. Oh my god. DLC 1 includes these Pixar movies, these Marvel movies, (laughs) these Star Wars shows. They get delayed. Well, you're not getting your money back, so. (laughs) (laughs) On to the rumors. Uh, First off, apparently DC villain Eclipso is going to appear in Black Adam. Hype. 
which that'd be pretty cool. Eclipse, so right. that's Black like, Adam, right. just from the castings, it seems like it's gonna be a cool movie. It seems like it's Wait, gonna be wild. Just Eclipse, watch, so like, he's a villain? Yeah. I thought he was a good guy. Oh, I'm Black Adam, uh, Shazam? Spectre. I'm thinking of Spectre. Oh, okay. Oh. Two totally different Bro, people. The Black Adam movie sounds so cool. Like, I don't even care if it's like a bad movie. It's just gonna look awesome. <laughs> I hope it's a good movie because um, I can only see Rock as that the Rock as that generic action hero. <laughs> so I hope he breaks that mold with the super villain role. Um, next up, Warner Brothers have reportedly shown interest once again in making a Jared Leto Joker movie with Harley Quinn co-starring. I thought they fired Jared Leto. Yeah, I thought Jared Leto was dead. <laughs> I thought they I thought fired him after to come he back. threw his temper tantrum. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. His, Joker, don't know. Was, his don't know. Joker was... I mean, he didn't get much screen Not time, good. but he looked awful. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, his Joker wasn't good, but he didn't get much screen time, so I... I'd be curious to see what he'd do in the whole movie, but at the same time, I'm not. I just go for I just go for Margot Robbie. Awful. Yeah, I think bad direction. I think the Harley Quinn show did the best job of getting like a gangster Joker. That that yeah, that just did not care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I would just go to the film for Margot Robbie. That's it. <laughs> Harley Quinn. Um, next up, Marvel Studios. This remember these are rumors. They're rumored to make a CGI double of Chadwick Boseman for Black Panther two. I assume mm, they're gonna, that's how they kill him off. But yeah, the whole I'd rather, uh, I'd rather than don't. Not do that. Unless it's like the first like twenty no, minutes. I don't want to see it at all. But even then, I don't want it at all. Then. They're just gonna ruin it, and then everyone's gonna be mad about it. And I don't. They're. I'm scared because their track record with like uh the rise of skywalker they said before they said in episode eight when carrie fisher died they said they're not going to cgi her out of respect and they still did it oh i hope they don't i think i I have a feeling they're going to if i see that dude i might just actually be done with marvel because that's like mad bs you you mother that's like finally next level disrespect it really is i wouldn't like it either it's just like it makes like, me feel bad. You, like, especially because the dude basically gave, saying like, you're nothing. We're gonna continue on without you. Like you. It's worse. Because like, yeah. like oh, Carrie yeah. Fisher was like an idol, right? Mm-hmm. But like, she didn't give the last years of her life completely devoted to them like Chadwick did, dude. Yeah, that's true. Like he straight like, he up gave everything. Literally everything he had left to Marvel. Yeah. And they can't. They and gotta, helped- They cannot disrespect that man like that. And he he helped multiple charities, including um. I, I think I'm probably wrong. I think St. Jude's because I remember he was helping cancer patients mm-hmm. with his same. Honestly, everything that he did, he was just an amazing person. No, he really was. I feel like they're just spitting on his grave with that one. Yeah, I really hope they don't do that. Bro, I'm so sad. I was looking forward to him posting up to Namor, dude. Makes I know. Me sad. She. Makes probably gonna be hurt. Sherry or someone. I hope it's Sherry. Sherry's goaded. Okay, so on to our big, big rumor, and this is a rumor because I've been saying there's no confirmed sources, no big confirmed sources. 
Um, Spider-Man 3 will have the multiverse with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire signed on. I'm very hesitant on this news because, like I said, I have if not it's heard true, any sources. I don't know where people are coming out with this. But here's the thing. If it's true, this is the one instance where I won't like it. Yeah, like we already said. If they do, if they do it, like they do like a DC blacklist type thing where it's not connected to anything and it's just separate, then I'm okay with it. But if it's an actual mm-hmm. closing arc to Tom Holland's Spider-Man trilogy, I will be angry if about it. it. And if it's an actual multiverse where they help each other out. But if it's like one of those things where like it's like a midway thing, like it shows like Tom Holland doing his thing and he gets like teleported out somewhere and it's like a completely side thing from his actual closing arc, then I'd be okay. Yeah. But you don't want you don't want them I don't want it to be the main ending to his trilogy. That's what I was gonna say. You don't want them help you don't want them helping him for that I, story. I want it to be a side quest, not a main plot point. We'll see what they want to do with it. You know, like I'm okay if they call it Spider Man two and I a wonder... half, but not if they call it Spider Man three, <laughs> the multiverse. So if they or... confirm the multiverse, then that and that like goes back to like in game and everything, you know? Like I feel like if they're gonna readdress all that. So that means there's all bro, these other that's how they bring back Tony certain, Stark. Certain bro. people are still alive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I don't know. Uh, I don't we'll think see. Chris I hope and them are gonna sign on for that crap. They 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 wanted to be done. Their arc is done. But you know it's not done. The word from our sponsor. As you all know, this week. Well. As everyone but Anthony knows, this week we watched. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna be reviewing the boys off of Amazon Prime. Personally, one of, if not my favorite show, right? That is out. Exactly. I think the thing that's really close to it is Titans, but uh, yeah this this season was ten times more wild than season one. If you've seen season one, you know that's like. Very hard bar to top, but they it did really it. really is. They did they it. They did it. They did it. Um, without First getting off, Anthony, too since you're, Anthony, since you're halfway through, why don't you give us your thoughts so far? My thoughts is I feel like the first half, uh, I feel like it's a huge buildup for the second half. Because y'all keep talking about like all these other episodes that I haven't seen. Like, yeah. they're, they're, like, amazing, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. the, the first half is super – it's, like, crazy. But I feel like the second half is just going to blow me away. I feel like it's just a lot of build-up. Would y'all agree? The first agree? half or... is, like, the calm before the storm, almost. Yeah. yeah. But if you if... – That's kind of what I figured. Get it? Because Stormfront, get it. <laughs> get it? <laughs> I, I if you had it a... – sorry. I was gonna say she's gonna get. I already have a feeling she's gonna get crazy, but I don't. She's introduced at the end of season one, or not even. So I guess we can't mention her really. Well, she was in the trailer, so. Yeah, she was in the Fair. trailer. They should know that she's there, the new girl. She's a. Um, uh, who knows? Um, Go ahead. Would you get? What would your like half rating be for half the season so far? Um, I'll give it an eight. 
I hear okay. season one and nine. Okay. But I don't okay. I don't know yet because I feel like most of it's gonna happen in the second half, so we'll see. No, and well, that's the you... thing. Everything everything is gonna click in the second half. The first half still like real good to it's me, like, like a... just because yeah. everything's. It is. The first six episodes are the wind-up to the hardest-hitting fastball you have ever seen in your life. Yeah. I would say... I'm so excited. Episode seven or eight, or seven and eight, they're scripted like a movie. Like, it's like a big event. It's huge. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, guys. (laughs) I'm going to give... I'm so excited. I'll talk about my rating later, but... I'm going to talk about yeah. more of the technical stuff, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the only way we can get away with non-spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. All the effects, amazing, outstanding. The Deep's gills, revolting, but in a good way. <laughs> like, it's Homelander, hard to... crazy as ever. Like, it's so hard to look at the Deep's gills, but at the same time, they're, like, animated and everything just so perfectly. That's how come it makes Can... it hard to look at is because of how real it looks. Like, discover. We also get to discover just how um, maniacal the Vought is, the company that's holding the <laughs> Compound V and the Supers. Season 2 ties into Season 1 so seamlessly. Like, in, you can watch Season yeah. 1 straight through and there would be like no continuity errors issues that i've seen so far like at all like after this season frenchie is my new favorite character dude frenchie's so what but there's so many cool characters that's like the the casting begins to amaze i mean um continues to amaze me it's every single character is just so good it's so hard because they don't have a main character in this show Mm-mm. But they do it so well that you don't care because they talk about yeah. like each character so well. Like they each have this their arcs that connect and intertwine with each other, and it's just amazing. And Anthony Starr is incredible. Like he was made for this role for sure of Homelander for sure. Okay, so I have uh, something. I'm so that... excited to see everything. Okay, so this is something we've never really done before, but. I feel like it would be fun to add on to our like spoiler free reviews. Uh, okay. The the person who plays Homelander recently said that like um, the two words he would use to describe his character Homelander in season three is homicidal maniac. So I thought it would be Absolutely. a cool idea if we describe this season so far in three words. Vop controls everything. Oh, you're trying to play that. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way. I I wasn't thinking about it like that. I wasn't thinking about it like that, yeah. That's what I meant. I should have done mine first. (laughs) Okay. uh, Homelander is wild. That's my takeaway. Well, now I got to think of different words. It's like who becomes who. And I mean that in like. I uh, I just don't I can't I tell really which like direction. That. I can't tell which direction Homeland is gonna go. I'm gonna go like way off the deep end, deep end. But then I want to know deep. where. Uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler. It's not a spoiler because it's at the end of season one. I want to know where his son goes, like direction wise. I want to go. Want to know where Stormfront is. I don't know 
like what's gonna happen that's, no, that's just like it's really intriguing honestly that could even be said about the season like the season as a whole is who <sighs> really who goes yeah. to where i guess like is they throw so yeah. many curveballs like it's ridiculous they really do it's out of nowhere. Like, they bait you one way, and then they hit you with the right hook out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, okay. And then they grow a fourth arm and hit you from the back of your head, and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a, uh, um, our spoiler for your reviews for this season. Anthony yeah. gave it an eight. No, would you give it? I'd give it a nine. I'm going to give it a ten. I know you're going to say that. You see, I didn't. I'm. Deb- I didn't find anything wrong with it. That's the only thing. I, like, I could not pick out something that I did not enjoy or did not understand about it. I did. I didn't either. But I. I do this weird. I. I. I grade every single episode and I average it out, and I got a nine. Oh, okay. I'm looking at that's the a- season as a whole. Like, yeah. Like the I average it out. Just, yeah. Well, those are our ratings. And uh, so what I'm probably going to do is since I got this week's messed up, I'm probably going to watch it, watch the uh, remaining episodes that I have left. And then I'll probably write out a review of probably just like a short paragraph or something and post it on our Instagram. And, and our see what my new rating Twitter. is from there. Yes, and sir, new Twitter. New Twitter. Go right. check it out. All right. All right. See you later, Anthony. Me and Noah are gonna double double team this uh this I'll see ya. Uh, All right, and just like Anthony, have fun. Y'all say hi to your moms for us. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, uh we are right about to dive into our spoiler review of the boys season two. If you guys haven't watched it, don't be mad at us. Mm-hmm. This is your spoiler warning. All right, so originally we had planned to go episode by episode breakdown but uh about uh, yeah we made three episodes in and we realized it was going to be way too long so i cut down a lot of the bits so if there are a bunch of random jump cups i'm sorry but it's to make it a little bit more bearable for y'all to listen to and so we don't upload like a three-hour podcast the crazy concept i thought throughout the whole season not just these three episodes um was how after she she killed um kimiko's brother um the seven and Vought, they framed it like showing that he's a terrorist he should yeah it's okay that he died and which was a very un, uh, a heavy theme throughout the season how the media is mil- manipulating these awful things that they're doing yeah the this really shows how big of a deal the me or how big of a role the media plays in the way that people perceive things mm-hmm. uh, versus the way that the world actually works and uh they did a really good way of running that theme throughout like that was it was Less of the boys against the seven soups, and it was more about the boys against the media because yeah, the media he... is all for the soups. And no matter how much proof they have against the soups, it's the media that they have to win over. And Vought's such a huge company, they're like Disney, they're gonna cover up everything. It's worse than Disney, dude. They're like Big bad. Brother, yeah, they're no, like... they're awful. They're like big brother level on this season. Yeah. And then um, 
episode three ends with uh, we find out Becca and Ryan, the Homelander's son, are actually locked up in this big old vault facility that's acting like as a community. It's like a nuke town almost, where it's like a fake yeah. city. Where they want like, and they want a real mother for Ryan, so yeah, that so he doesn't vault come wants out a contingency like plan. Yeah, Vault wants, wants a big someone, contingency plan for Homelander. They want someone to be able to post up to Homelander if they need him to. And uh, yeah, yeah. at the end of the season, it it proved to be true. Like, when he needed to, the kid posted up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a little out of order here, but yeah, I mean, it worked. No, like, it work. when, when it came down to it, the kid showed up, wasn't afraid to do what he had to. Speaking of the bro, the and, ending almost had me like I was this close to crying at the end, dude. Like I was so sad for like everyone involved. Oh yes. Like, my yes. heart like we'll get that. My heart hurt. I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. That was one of the best scenes in the whole season. But um that, that scene right there alone sealed it as like brought it from a nine to a ten for <laughs> the goat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the deep I thought he's very interesting, but I felt like and they established why the church was very important. But at the same time, I felt like they kind of just placed him there because they had nowhere else for him to be. The Deep, as we all know, got kicked out of the Southern for, you know, his sexual mm-hmm. instances and stuff. And uh, he goes off to be like this raging, like, alcoholic. And uh, this other, like, half soup that is supposed to be like Green Arrow uh, finds him, Probably recruits, him, or something. recruits yeah. him to the... Uh, to the Church of the Collective, which is another uh, humongous organization, just as much power as Vought, if not more because of how secretive they are. Um, yeah. Which they're going to be a big deal in Season 3, I believe. They set them up to be a pretty big deal in Season 3. Uh, the Church of the Collective uh, adopts them, and it's almost like the Church of the Collective is almost like a mirror of the Church of Scientology in real life, where they make him buy into it. And then the more he pays them, the more they do for him, in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically spend the next, like, the season getting the deep uh, to a point where he's ready to join the seven. Frenchie, as the season goes on, you, like, you get to learn more about his background and, like, just some of the things why he does what he does. And I think, and just even his dedication with, with Kimiko, like, he just has such a good heart after all he's been through. I know, and it really reflects his past. Like, the way he acts yeah. now definitely yeah. reflects it. Frenchie just sees him nuke a couple kids. Lamplighter see- sees Frenchie following him, but sees that he let him kill the kids at the end. So he doesn't know that Frenchie left. He just thinks he's been following him the whole time and let him torch those kids. So yeah. Frenchie hates him because he's like, and himself. Because yeah, he's like, he regrets he's like, I left, and he killed kids because I left. I could have stopped him if I wouldn't have left. Yeah. But to him, he was like, that wasn't the plan. Why did he let me slaughter these kids? Why would he let me do that? So they both like have this mirror like hate for each other. I so, mean, uh, but once they reveal each other, though, they begin to forgive, and yeah, forget sort of thing. And uh, and later, I just uh, I was. I love the whole theme of family with Frenchie because it really shows that's why he cares so much about people in his life. Yeah, it reveals like his like deep attachment to people. Like he doesn't actually just like blow them off. Like he actually cares. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it leads to like their eventual meet in the side of a vault facility where the boys are investigating information that they got that Stormfront mm-hmm. is actually Liberty, which was an old racist soup that got kicked out of the Southern for being racist. <laughs> yep. Low-key got kicked out. And uh, they go to investigate and find that Vought's making soups. Not from, like, babies like before, but they're trying to perfect a formula they can give to anyone so they can have, like, an infinite amount of superheroes. Absolutely. And they stumble upon their testing facility where Lamplighter is the guard. And Lamplighter and Frenchie recognize each other. They both try to kill each other because they both hate each other. They talk it out. It seems like they've both accepted for for it. I'm going to say something really crazy for a second. Mm-hmm. But he was actually not that bad of a dad. Oh, no. I know. Like, whenever yeah, he I, took... I can agree. Whenever he took Ryan and, like, tried to raise him, like, he actually raised him, like, a, a, a dad. Like, he wasn't, like, this psychopathic, like, trying to get his mm-hmm. son to be a murder slaughterhouse like he was. He was genuinely, like, trying to be there trying to make him feel happy and trying to get him to embrace who he was by using his powers. Yeah. Now, now obviously, Homelander's a bad person, just from what we've seen up to that point. Obviously, he's but, like an absolute terrible person. Yeah, no, person. he's a madman. He's a psychopath. But, but um, he was that was one of my favorite scenes. So wholesome as a dad. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, whenever he noticed, like, uh, his... Whenever he noticed Ryan was, like, having, like, a panic attack in that crowd full of people... How he immediately yeah. dropped everything, grabbed his son, and took off with him, and like sat down and reasoned with him to calm him down. He was like, "Hey, I was there before." Like that makes it shows you like there is good in Homelander. It's yeah. just like so hidden underneath his terrible upbringing that like it's not his fault. Yeah. He's the way he is. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. His whole his whole upbringing and uh, from all the way season one, all the way halfway through season two. I mean. He's never perceived as a good guy, obviously, but um, there is those moments, like you said, and that was one of the wholesome moments because we were like, oh, well, he took he took Ryan from um, from Becca, the mother, so like like he's gonna do like evil intent with him to teach him evil stuff, and no, even when he's teaching oh. him like his powers, he's super patient, and I think one of my favorite parts in that that wholesome scene, whenever he was just talking to him like straight up telling him I-, I was not loved as a child and I just I want to do the right thing and I want to give you the attention and I want to show you the right way and be patient with you because I'm this exactly the same as you and I know what you're going through and, and then I thought it was crazy <laughs> how similar Becca and his parenting styles were because both of their goals yeah. were for Ryan to be raised as a normal kid and not come out like Homelander like even Homelander didn't want him to come out like him that's how come he was so invested. That's how come he took him from his mom because he was like, "Hey, yeah, it's cool and all, but he's not a real boy now." You're, yeah, he you're doing. No. I see what he's like. I understand. Like you're trying to be good to him, but this isn't this isn't right for him. So he goes and tries to raise him normal because to home in Homelander's eyes, his son was just in another lab the same way he was, right? So yeah. To Homelander, exactly. he was doing the right thing for his son. It's just another experiment with the and mother. And it's just, it's so, 
the good a good villain is someone that you can somewhat empathize with, but you can yeah, you, still yeah, look yeah, exactly. at them and tell them that they're a bad person. That's how come Killmonger. You know, that's how come Killmonger was such a great villain in Black Panther because you relate with him. You understand why he's doing it, but in the end, you still can't agree because what he's doing is wrong to you. But to him, it's the right thing, and it does such a good job of like selling you on like Homelander's doing the right thing, at least with Ryan in his head. That- that's what I was going to say. A good villain will emphasize and have those key moments. Well, not just that, but like you said, kind of like, um, excuse me, like Thanos. Like we knew the reason why he was doing what he was doing. But it showed he had emotion. So yeah, exactly. it's not like That's one what of I those loved villains about it. where they're just pent on killing. Like he's not, like Homelander's yeah, human. not. It gave a grounded human. It, it humanized him. It's not like mm. he's just this god who's hell-bent on killing everyone it shows yeah. that he's just confused and wants to be happy but no one will let him be happy two of my favorite parts from that scene was how they started it off by homelander saying yeah i do i cry sometimes just like you which humanized him and then before he got into his conversation and then i loved how it ended when ryan said that he loved him it was just such a strong performance and scene yeah absolutely it, and, even for him it felt good like it was like, just insane like this whole season i'm gonna go out and say it they spent this season making homelander feel like the good guy and making Vought feel like the overarching bad guy that made homelander so this season they, I made, I, they made homelander the good guy which sets and which makes the finale heartbreaking in three different ways, right? Or two different yes. ways, right? From from so, the way everybody else so, perceives him. So I'm gonna go into the the final episode the two episodes, right? And while that's going on, the news leaked that Stormfront was a Nazi. Everyone immediately turns on her like no one likes a Nazi, so everyone just straight up dropped her cancel like cancel culture happened to her. Mm-hmm. she's all mad she comes back sees the boys trying to escape mm-hmm. and this is where they first tease becca dying whenever oh, no. they're trying to get away and she blasts the car that they're trying to get away in. and butcher's like oh no he goes to see becca's all right oddly everyone's like oh my god ryan are you all right and like you guys know he's fine he's jesus christ yeah <laughs> <laughs> That part was like, I was like, all right, whatever, weirdos. Y'all You're know like, oh, he's a hundred, like, y'all know there's not a single scratch on that kid, but all right. Yeah. So they get off, they try to run out, and while they're escaping, Frenchie, uh, Starlight, Huey, MM, and uh, Kimiko all stand, like, go to post up to, to Stormfront. Stormfront. It's this epic. their ass. Epic battle. Stormfront starts off beating the living daylights out of them. And then uh, Queen Maeve comes in for the save at the end again because Queen Maeve is kind of sick of everything. She comes in. They triple team Stormfront. And it looks like... I want to know what you're trying to do. It's a straight up street fight. It's a straight up street fight. Yeah, like they straight up like triple team her. Like they have her on the ground and they're just straight like curb stomping her, kicking her like they're just beating her up and it's so funny to me like they were just like wailing on her and she was like what is going on 
I loved the music whenever, or like how it like stopped whenever she killed Kimiko. But I was like, wait, didn't she regenerate? And then she did. At the moment they killed Kimiko and no one freaked out, I was like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like I did. I remember. I was like, like, oh yeah. I was like, at first I was like, why didn't Frenchie react? And I was like, oh yeah, they know she's fine. (laughs) Yeah, she's all good. But Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I loved. They did this way better than Marvel Girls get it done. Right? They did like the girl they did the girl power fight so much better than they like Marvel ever could have in like like this scene of the girls standing together was absolutely like it was natural. Like it wasn't forced. Like they all interacted with each other and they all liked each other. It wasn't like they never met and they're like, Oh, you're a girl, we're instantly friends. (laughs) And um I love I love that arc with Maeve too, because she was just like like um Maeve gave up on the world. Yeah, she was destroyed by Homelander too, though, because Homelander. Well, first she revealed that she was gay to hurt her, and then um, in her relationship, and then to the the whole plane scene from season one, how she had to live with that burden. Yeah, and that ruined her relationship. Like her girlfriend broke up with her because of that. Yeah, so she just she went like off the deep end. She started like it showed her like doing drugs, being with all these guys and stuff. Men. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it was nice to see her come back at the end and get, like, her will to fight back, basically, is what happened. Yeah, she and she didn't even want to help Starlight, but she finally, yeah, she finally, like, I'm going to do the right thing. Yep, uh, which leads us, uh, the girls don't kill Stormfront there, but they definitely, like, they mess her up bad, like. Yeah, she dips. She flies off, uh, meets up with, she finds uh, Butcher ryan and becca all running away yeah which starts the next fight like becca's like or um stormfront's like all right ryan come with your stepmom type thing becca's (laughs) like screw you stab takes her eye out with like a knife that she had like that was straight up stabs her eyeball i was so happy when that happened i was like yeah i know i wasn't expecting that I was happy for her. I was like, yes, I'm so glad. I thought, like, the funny part about that whole scene was, like, Becca did more damage than, like, uh, Butcher did. Like, Butcher got thrown. Oh, yeah. He got tossed, and then he he was hitting her with a crowbar. You see, this is another thing that I mean whenever I say they did the women power thing so much better than Marvel 2. All the boys at the end of the fight were absolutely useless. Because none of them yeah, were powered. No, they, they were just yeah. regular people. So they were absolutely useless. Yeah. And I thought that was just like a subtle funny thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, comes out, you know, obviously Becca versus Stormfront. Becca doesn't have powers. Stormfront's, well, yeah. Stormfront's choking her out against a tree. Ryan's watching and it's like, no, stop it. That's my mom. Stormfront's Dude, what like, sad? whatever, idiot. And then, like, what was sad was Stormfront was all like, "Yo, look at my eyes when I'm choking you out." Yeah, she was like, "Look at me." I like like seeing their light die out, like the sadistic murderer she is. I was like, "Oh my god!" And like, Ryan was like, "No, stop it!" And you know, they he did the same thing he did earlier in the series where he got so mad he uses laser beams. Um, Mm -hmm. Apparently, his laser beams are like twenty times stronger than freaking homelanders because i i really think it's because he's a natural born because like i don't know if you saw but like 
his the beams that came out of his eyes were so much bigger than the ones yeah, that ever gigantic. came out of like they were like twice as big as the ones that came out of homelander's eyes blinded us like yeah. homelander's Bro, really... eyes like his lasers came out of his pupils but ryan's came out like his whole eye i i think i really think it's because he's the first natural born super like i think that plays a big deal which leads to the next like the heart the actual like heartbreaking stuff where mm-hmm. ryan is so unhinged and new with his powers that he accidentally gets like slices his mom's throat on accident with the laser beam so yeah he kills stormfront obviously late like burnt to a crisp like deaded yeah. uh, butcher runs over sees becca like bleeding out like your throat got slit butcher's like crying sad. sad like heartbroken like his he just died. got he just got his wife back and immediately she she's gone forever. Yeah. While Ryan is crying in the back, he didn't mean to, in like the most like heartbreaking child voice ever. Innocent um, child voice. Then yeah. I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> and then Homelander. Homelander pulls shows up. up. And he's like, he finds Stormfront. He's like, no, my girlfriend. What? He was like, no. Not my girlfriend. He goes over and he's looking at Ryan and he's like, "Was this you?" And he was like, "I didn't mean to." Dude, but it's weird because at the same time he was like proud. I thought so too. I thought he had a little bit of like, "I'm so proud of you," but why did you do this to my girlfriend? Dude, I had it like he. He's like, I can't even do this, bro. Like, (laughs) he's like, what the. And then even earlier, I thought it was funny how Stormfront was the one to tell um, Ryan, um, think of something, someone you hate. Yeah, I thought that was great and foreshadowing. That, like, that part was funny to me, too. Be, be, yeah, because she was like, um, she was like, think of something you hate, don't worry, blah, 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 why genocide? And then when she said that, Homelander was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, even Homelander was like... He's like, what are you talking he about? Like, he like scratched his head and he was like, red He's flag, like, uh, I'm gonna ignore. Yeah, he was like, uh, no. Um, that uh, oh, and then Butcher has a promise. He promises to take care of Ryan, which he, he gives he, to Mallory, and yeah, I'm a, so, so they can give him a good home and take care of him. It? But uh, I really uh, was Becca's was, last words to Homelander were to take care of the kid, no matter yeah. what. Promise to take care of the kid, and like that whole scene. And then oh whole, yeah, I skipped over it. Sorry. The whole scene was just so sad because Butcher turns like he's gonna blame the kid, and then he stops and he's like, "It's not the kid's fault," and the kid's yeah. just there crying yeah. because the kid's like, "I just killed the only person that actually loved me," and he's like freaking out. I loved how Butcher finally realized that it's like it's not his fault and that we can teach him ourselves it was and then uh, the next heartbreaking scene is whenever homelander is there and he's like all right well ryan come on let's go i'll get over it you'll get over it we'll talk it out together and he has to sit there and watch the son that he loves who just Mm -hmm. got told that his son loved him back Mm -hmm. choose a complete stranger over him and that's what like that's what like broke Homelander to the point where he didn't even want to kill Butcher. Like 
Well, hold on. Very he couldn't easy. do anything because he, he got blackmailed. Oh, yeah. Queen Maeve came out and was like, psych, you can't do that because I'll do this. And it was just like, it was like uh, rock, paper, scissors going on where Homelander was like, I'm going to kill you now. And then Maeve was like, if you kill him, I'll do this. And nope. he was like, oh, yeah, well, if you do that, then I'll do this. And Maeve was like, do it. You won't. I was like, oh. All right. Yeah. Oh, you're not scared of me. Uh, and he was like, uh, all right. This, this is the road to a psychopath because now Homelander, he's absolutely destroyed he just, mentally. He's just a broken shell yeah. of a man now. Yeah. Homelander just lost everything. Everything that made him happy. Literally everything. The first time he felt happy in his entire life, he would just watch everything die or leave him. And, and uh, I. I was kind of hoping that Butcher for season three would actually start taking care of Ryan. I don't know if he's going to go. He's probably going to visit him in season three. But I, I thought that's where it was going. Like, he was just actually going to take him under his wing. But, it, you know, it turns out he just handed him over to the FBI or whatever. Me too, but I'm kind of glad. Valerie. Yeah, no, after I saw what he was going to do, I was like, yeah, that makes more sense. I thought the last scene between Ryan and Butcher being alone and, like, them talking and then whenever he gave Ryan the chain of – that his wife gave him. Great scene. That was like, just like, that made my heart happy, but it also made me really sad because you can tell, like, they're both heartbroken, but they're like, but Butcher's like, they're, they're both, yeah. Like, even Butcher was like, Becca said he's good, so I guess he's all right. And like, yeah. That, Which that whole, like, last scene, just like, I was like, bro, this, like, this is just like so, like, soul crushing. We just watched, like, two people. Lose yeah. everything that they loved. Uh, in the future, they're going to go on season three, but it's crazy because when Ryan left, he just looks like he's determined. He's on a mission now. Yeah, for sure. Learn I, what he can. I'm really excited to see what, what they do with him in the next season because I feel like he's going to play a super major role. Like I, I feel what... like they're setting him up to fight Homelander in the series finale. No, I feel like that too, which – um. The writers said they have like five seasons worth of material, so it's going to be a while. But at the same time, I, I would really, imagine I they're going to let him grow up a little bit more before yeah. they have him post up. I really want to see how the conflict is going to change between the two, the Homelander and his son, because like, what's the son going to think about years, years from now? I feel like, like it's going to be dad? like, I feel like it's going to be this back and forth thing with him where he's like, yeah, he's like, my father's yeah, trying to do good. My my dad is kind of a psychopathic killer, but he did love me. But he did take me from my mom, who also loved me. But he did he also love intent. me. Yeah. I feel like he's just going to be conflicted, and they set him up to be like, I don't know, like almost like the, you know how uh, when Robin went to go chill with Slade for a while? I feel like yeah. I feel like they're almost setting him up to have that kind of story arc. Where yeah. he'll go chill with Homelander for a while, then realize that it's like really he understands. bad. Understands, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it is really bad. Um, it, and yeah. Carl Urban did a really good job. Butcher's my personal favorite character, and I love the arc they gave him. Oh, Butcher was my favorite until I saw Frenchie's arc, and then I was like, he's a yeah. softie. <laughs> yeah, Butcher's my favorite. Butcher, I love the way. Um, it picked they, up from the first season with Butcher. How and then he knows his wife's alive, but he he can't get to her. He's depressed about that. Um, he finally dies, and then they have conflict because of um, Ryan. Ryan, he doesn't want to bring him at first, and um, 
just throughout it all, he doesn't he doesn't give a f about anything. He's like depressed until <clears throat> until he wants to do the right thing in the end. Which I loved the cha- I loved the change of heart not only for his wife but for Ryan because like it showed a different side of him. And then one of the most underrated scenes I think was whenever he met his dad, who he absolutely hates, who he blames for his um, brother's suicide. And he still didn't give a f like at yeah. all. Like he was yeah. ready to kill him right then and there. Yeah, great backstory. And um, and then we learn that's why he treats Huey the way he treats him. It's because like because Huey acts exactly his like his brother does. Yeah, which um, and I like I said I love the soft side of him. And even um, he did a powerful performance in the last episode. I felt like Huey was kind of in the backseat of this season. Yeah, but I feel like. He had a season to shine first season. Oh, yeah. No, I don't disagree with it. I agree with it, but I just feel like he wasn't as um, involved, which wasn't a problem. I was, I did I like was him. okay with it. He was probably the least interesting character now because they basically did everything they had with him before. Like, now he's just yeah, kind of there because yeah. he's a fugitive. And I like... Well, now you can tell he's going to be important. In I was season. about to say, I like it. I like that they separated him from this season because it set him up perfectly for the teaser for season three. Which mm-hmm. was him going off on his own away from the boys to work with who we find out is the head popper. Is the super soup. It turns out like the one of the Victoria. It was the FBI agent, right? That was like helping yeah, him. Yeah, the and she had just got promoted to like the head the head of archive security or something. Well, here's the thing. She got promoted after the boss head exploded. The Church of the Collective? No, the... Oh, yeah. Got promoted yeah. after Vogel the very bomb. first person's head exploded. Yeah. So it reveals that this person, that who we think is on the good guy side the entire time... Is actually undercover. Is, is running for office and is a soup who's popping heads on both sides, which makes it really confusing because she's definitely going to be the main antagonist for season three. Absolutely. Right, can we agree? And like that's how they're gonna bring yeah, the no, boys absolutely. back is because Huey's gonna figure out something's going on and he's gonna go to the boys for help because he always gets himself into trouble somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like he's a kind but of- I thought I thought it was a great ending, but I also thought it was kinda crazy how they're all going their separate ways. Like like kinda like that's it thing until they revealed Vic um Victoria, which is obviously gonna be the like yep. you said, the antagonist of season three. But it's really interesting concept seeing how a soup's trying to get power from the inside before she reveals herself, if she even reveals herself. Yeah, exactly. I think, I honestly think she's just going for power and not, and less of like the soup stuff. I think she genuinely hates, I think the reason that she's going after Vought is because she doesn't want to have another soup try to do what she's doing. Exactly. Yeah, like just imagine Stan Egger, the CEO, if he had like superpowers, like, It'd be yeah. insane. You can do whatever you want. You control it, basically. Yeah, so she basically kills the head of the Church of the Collective. Blows his head off. Yeah. Which shows that, like, she's, like, powerful because the Church of the Collective was seen as, like, this the only force that opposed a Vought, and she just killed its leader. <clears throat> yeah, like nothing. Which really makes you confused as to what her plan is in the end. Because yeah, because if she if she really wanted to, she could have blown the head off of a lot of different important because people. Because she was playing both sides, exactly. and like it made no sense. So 
I'm really excited for season three to see what they do with her. And like they and, said, Homelander's completely unchained. Uh, he's on like his brain's broke more broke than it was before. So, and he uh, he's he's trying to love himself and he just can't anymore. Yeah, like it shows him at the end, just <laughs> beating his schmeat, saying that he into can the, do whatever he wants, and that he. People love him. He's loved, but he truly lost everything, which is going to be very interesting to see how his just how he thinks after all that. Mm-hmm. He feels powerless in a sense, even though he knows he can do whatever the f he wants. We also um, the seven is also reunited, <laughs> the original. Mm-hmm. Besides the except deep, except for the deep, they did let a train back in, but not the deep, and that was the end of that. I love how the deep agreed with, (laughs) yeah. I love how the deep, like anytime the church was like, no, that dude is toxic. He's like, yeah, F that dude. And then at the end, he's like, no, F (laughs) y'all. He's like, this is retarded. But yeah, so, but, um, you know, the boys once again left a really good cliffhanger. And the way they're teasing season three is absolutely insane. I'm excited for Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy? Soldier boy. He copied my whole flow. People actually petitioned for Soldier Boy to play Soldier Boy. <laughs> well, that was really cool. easily the longest review we've ever done to a mo- anything ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let it be known that this is a 10 out of 10 for me. 9 out of 10. I, I rate my shows different. I average out every single episode, which for the most part, each episode was like a nine. There was a couple that were like an eight. But yeah. It's about but, uh, it. Yeah, so if you guys enjoyed, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening to us rant on. Mm-hmm. Thanks um, for hanging in there. Yeah. It's gonna be really fun to edit. So uh be grateful. If you guys are listening to us not on YouTube. Just know that we are also on YouTube where we upload other types of videos. If you want to go see more of our personalities talking about non-movie things, crazy, mm-hmm. we like other things in movies. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? And uh, if you guys are watching our review on YouTube, we are also a full audio podcast that you are only listening to half of right now. Not even half of. You're listening to a third of it right now. So if you guys want to hear us talk about movie news if you guys want to hear us play games entertainment news yeah um yeah just go ahead and uh check us out on all podcast platforms yeah say hi to your mom first if you guys do want to hear anthony's spoiler review it'll be on our instagram the hooligan hangout underscore in front and behind and on our twitter noah was our twitter was it at the hooligan hooligan Hangout? hangout yep at the hooligan hangout so Thank you guys for watching and say hi to your most friends.